0: uh, this one we're going to talk about um basically this is tech support that's available for technicians uh it's typically not available really for the the do it yourselfer or the public uh I suppose that there are might be some that can do that but again you're you're paying a subscription fee for this information, so most uh do it yourselfers don't necessarily go that route. they kind of tend to do more of you know forms and stuff like that so It becomes questionable if you're getting the right information if you go that route whereas by paying for it you're talking with another professional who probably is or was a repair technician themselves at some time and they've just chosen to uh you know man the uh uh, tech support type situation so i'm going to be reading from an article Uh, this is from a a magazine uh, called tool tech it is a trade magazine for the automotive repair professional and the uh, author on this, his name is Eric Garb or Garby. I'm not sure which to now pron- we pronounce that, but that's who wrote the article. Not going to be real long, probably oh I don't know six, seven, eight minutes, something like that. But it just kind of gives you an idea of uh, sometimes what uh, technicians uh, use for information sources, and uh, you know maybe give you a little bit more of idea of what sometimes what our how our day is made up in regards to uh, working on cars. So. Uh, As usual, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com, and again, I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad Kyle's Motorworks, so check that out if you feel so inclined. So, Here we go. Remote tech support. Is it the future? The foundation of my career was built before the internet or any of the vast communication possibilities we have now. When I ran into something I was having trouble with, my first first thought was always, who do I know that I can call? I'd call and ask for advice and sometimes get yet another number to call of someone who was more familiar with a certain make or model or a certain topic. Before the Internet, we all built kind of an inner circle of technicians nearby who we could call to ask questions. We all know who the transmission guy was or who the Ford guy was was and so on. As I gained experience, I had fewer questions and made fewer calls and over time I became known for certain things and was one of the guys on the list that was receiving calls. I was happy to return the favor to people who had done it for me and to new technicians in the industry who were still in the prime of their learning curve. When you reach a point where automotive theory is ingrained knowledge and you followed an established diagnostic procedure and efficiently utilized service information, you find that most of the time diagnosing problems is a routine procedure and you rarely need to ask anybody questions that's what happened with me at least for a while then technology happened and suddenly i was making phone calls again one of the first problems came down to equipment it was difficult to have everything you need to communicate with every vehicle then flashing and reprogramming became a common and necessary procedure for many repairs, not only requiring equipment, but access to the proper software and updates. I wasn't alone experiencing these problems, and sending vehicles to a dealer for certain types of service was suddenly the only option. Sending your customers away is the worst thing you can do. Why would, you, why would they want to take their vehicle to someone who can't fix it all? Then came the next problem, knowing enough about the different makes and models as well as new vehicle systems. There was a time when make or model didn't mean as much. A car was a car, and working on one was like working on another. New cars are a whole different story. They they are only the same in core theory. There are so many differences in vehicle system that it's not possible to know them all. We can't even scratch the surface. Then there's a cost to any one shop and equipment, subscriptions and licenses to maintain current for every make and model. It would be astronomical. It's simply not realistic. Remote tech support offers a solution to all these problems. But who are these remote techs? Ultimately, they're just like you and me, and just like the old days. Each one of them specializes in a certain area or a certain make and model. The difference is we can get get a hold of them whenever we want. And there's another advantage, that's not worried about time, excuse me, they're not worried about time, they're not behind the counter or working on a customer vehicle. Their job is to help us. If you're stuck on a different, difficult diagnosis or want to confirm one before ordering a really expensive part, they can review what you've done already, help you go through extra steps if necessary, and come to a solution. Another advantage is equipment. Companies that offer remote support also offer equipment that allows their technicians to to connect remotely to the vehicle you're working on so they can see exactly what you see, and they can perform any remote programming or updates that may be required. Then there's the new technology like electric vehicles, advanced driver assistance systems, and new climate control systems and refrigerants. This is new to all of this it will be a long time before there will be a technician who can say i've been working on evs for 30 years remote support technicians have been trained on these systems and many are experienced with new technology on a dealer level remote support technicians not only focus on immediate problem solving but they also focus on training and safety they're not going to let us dive into an ev service for example without without making sure we have followed the proper safety procedures Of course, the service isn't free, but it's certainly reasonable. Is remote tech support the future? The experts say it is. Many things are changing the face of auto repair today. It's becoming more and more difficult to specialize in one make. Families have more cars than ever, and in general, people are keeping those cars much longer than they used to. Once you establish a customer base, you want that customer base returning to you. You want them to re- recommend you to their family and friends. You don't want to lose a customer because they buy a different make or model that you're not used to. The cost of remote services, it, the cost of remote services, can and should be billed as part of your normal diagnostic charge. It's just another tool in your box. The experts say it's a smart business decision and a simple economical choice. I have to agree. There was a point where I thought I knew it all. Now, with today's technology, I know less than I ever did. Could I ultimately figure it out? Sure, but not without costly mistakes and costly time. And that's probably the big one, time. None of us have it to spare. Remote support looks good to me from where I stand. So it's out there, you know. Help is available. And again, this is, if nothing else, if you're just, you know, if you're driving your car and you don't concern yourself with repairing it, This just never gives you another window into what technicians go through sometimes on a day to day basis. That, you know, obviously nobody knows everything. So, um, you know, as myself personally, as a one man shop with no employees, uh, I, you know, I choose to specialize only in BMWs. But of course, every year there's new models out. So, Yes, I go through training every year, and but then training is one thing and book knowledge is one thing, but actual real-life world experience is another. And the only way to get that is through actually working on whatever's in front of you. So it's always a new day. And uh, anyway, I thought that one was kind of interesting. And again, just maybe give you a window into, uh, you know, what technicians go through on a day-to-day basis. So... I hope you got something out of it, and I uh, appreciate you listening. Again, uh, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com, as well as I'm on LinkedIn at uh, Brad Kyle's Motor Works. So check that out if you feel uh, so inclined. So appreciate your time. Appreciate your listening. Again, I hope you got something out of it. Uh, if you, and um, I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you, and thank you again.